Well, the driver that seemed to dominate the market in 2017 was a Callaway Epic driver, and that was because of the jailbreak rods that they put into the head design. These are now back again in the Callaway Rogue driver, uh, which actually is not a straight replacement for the Epic. They're actually saying it complements it. So let's uh, check it out and see if that's the case. There are three models in the range. We've got here with the standard Rogue, and it still has those jailbreak bars, and they're slightly different now. They're about uh, 10 grams lighter, more of an hourglass shape, to so try to save some weight from that. And really, this is what happens when a manufacturer brings out a new technology. By the time you get a year later, they've had a, another year to play with it and see what happens in the market, and they just kind of refine it and tweak it a little bit in order to make it a little bit better. The carbon crown is also 10 grams lighter. And at the front here, the speed step has changed from being a, a couple of lines, just a single line. Callaway, again, have done a lot of work with their friends at Boeing in terms of smoothing out the leading edge here, which is the kind of technology they use on the front of wings in order to smooth that airflow. So they say they don't need so much of a rise or so many lines for the speed step in order to get the benefits that they want. There's also no titanium sole, and that's there to really get that center gravity low and further back. Callaway is saying that the MRI in this club is 7.5% higher than the previous Epic, and it's 16% more than the XR16. So really, this club is all about forgiveness. And you can see that when you put it down at the dress. Compared to the Epic, it's a much bigger footprint, even though they're both 460 cc's. The standard one in particular, it's the head's kind of sort of drawn back a little. It's, it kind of looks a bit like the uh, Big Bertha Fusion driver looked like. And if you can imagine that really they've combined the best bits of the Fusion and the Epic, then you're quite close to what I think the Rogue should be. It's not as square or as round as a Fusion by any stretch of the imagination, but it has sort of elements of that within it. So let's see how it goes. And really with just a bit less carbon in the sole, we get a much nicer sound, I think, than the uh, Epic. Not, not that the Epic was a bad sound, but it had that sort of hollow carbon ring to it. So if you like some of that sort of a metally crash sound, then this is probably the driver for you. Certainly it's extremely forgiving. And when I had it on a GC2 against the Epic, Probably to Callaway's disappointment when I was at the launch, I wasn't getting extra yards uh, from it. But what I would say is that my miss hits were going a little bit further. So for instance, when I was hitting it higher in the toe, I was maybe only losing four or five yards where in the past I might have lost a lot more. And also I was a lot straighter uh, with the road on average. So this is what the higher MOI is doing. They've been able to take the speed gains which they had from Epic and keep those and then make a club a little bit more forgiving, which probably is an achievement in itself. The other difference between the two is that there's no sliding weight on the back of the Rogue driver, which there was on the Epic. And that saves about 15 grams, and that's allowed them to drop that center gravity a little bit lower by using the titanium sole. It also means that this is a, more of a complement to the Epic than a replacement. It'd probably been better maybe then to have the name Epic, you know, call it Epic Rogue or something like that, to, to really illustrate that rather than people maybe think it's a straight replacement because it's not in a lot of ways. It's, you're getting another spin, if you like, on the jailbreak technology and they've been able to keep the speed from the face, from the jailbreak, and then combine that with a head which is a little bit more forgiving than the Epic. And really that is the technological change here. Whilst the jailbreak is pretty much the same, it's been slightly modified. It's really the combination of that with everything else in the head, which is making the Rogue different to the Epic. 
Now, as I said, there was a second model in the range and that's the Sub-Zero. So if you remember last time around with the Epic, there was a Sub-Zero version. Like before, has two weight ports front and back. You've got a 12 gram rate in one end and you've got a two gram in the other. So really you're moving 10 grams backwards and forwards, really in order to change the spin. When you put it down into dress, the Sub-Zero has a slightly more compact look than the standard Rogue. Actually, it's a little bit bigger than the current Epic, actually. And in terms of head size, I really quite like this. I think it suits it really well. Got a slightly different sound and really, it's really a different spin characteristic. So again, I had this on GC2 against both the Epic and the Rogue. And the numbers again were quite similar. It's really just dependent on the type of spin that you were going to have. So as you can see, I was getting 200 RPM, less spin with uh, Sub-Zero and also a slightly lower peak height as well. So really it's not a great deal of difference, really going to come down to your spin characteristics, but this is much more forgiving than the previous Sub-Zero. And I'd probably say it's even a little more forgiving than the standard Epic. And it might be an alternative if you were someone who liked Epic, but maybe don't want to have the big head of the standard Rogue, then the Sub-Zero Rogue might be the one to go for. It's just knock spin off. And that can be whether you're a fast, high swing speed player, or it could be because if you've got a negative attack angle and you're coming down on the wall, which quite a lot of amateurs do, and you're not hitting up enough with your driver, then it will knock that spin off in that way as well. So it kind of has a, a benefit either way. And I think this is going to be a driver for more people than the previous Sub-Zero was as well. Because you don't have the sliding weight, there's also now a draw version, which has a fixed weight in the heel of the club. And that is there to put more of a draw bias on the club. As you see, the draw was costing about six yards of distance, but what it did do was also give you that draw bias. Because you see from the offline stat that I've gone from 1.6 right to nearly sort of 12 degrees left. So that's quite a swing there. It enables you to show you that that head is turning over through impact because you've got the weight in the heel, and that should hopefully straighten up a few shots for you. In terms of price, the Rogue is actually priced very similarly to the Epic, so it's quite an expensive driver, but you're really paying for all this extra technology that comes with this head. So you've got the speed from the face, and you've got that extra little bit of forgiveness. And forgiveness seems to be the watchword with drivers these, these days, where they've been able to combine the speed they've had from the gains in the past with new styles of head in order to give you more forgiveness. So if you've got an Epic and you're happy with it, it probably is something you could stick with. If Epic wasn't for you and you wanted something that was a little bit more forgiving, then Rogue could be the answer for that. So please go down and check it out and let me know what you think by dropping some comments below. That's all for me today. So to keep up with all our videos, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. And for more reviews on all the Callaway Rogue equipment, just check out the golflot.com website.